Their record moves to 13 wins, 3 draws, no defeats, defeating Bournemouth by knockout. And your new Premier League champions of the world, Liverpool! Hello and welcome to episode 4 of the Renegades podcast. My name is Drew and after Willie's stunning debut in episode 3, I'm back on my own again. We said we were going to try and churn out an episode per game week, so that sometimes means that it's going to just have to be myself. We'll hopefully get two or even three of us in for an episode soon, but for now it's just me. So let's get straight to it. I had a cracking week this game week, but not as good as Liverpool, who were crowned Premier League champions for the first time in their history in December. So big congratulations to all involved at Liverpool FC. (laughs) their fans just can't help themselves can they anyway looking at my week I got 103 points the average was 55 so we nearly doubled it had a game week rank of around 18k and are now sitting in 727th overall so first century of the season and into the top 1k for the first time this season I couldn't have made a better start in that Saturday game where I got off to a flyer. I had Salah as my captain and also Robertson. So 53 points heading into the three o'clock kickoffs from two players was a, a lovely position to be in. So scoring a century, you'd usually think everything went absolutely right. But it actually didn't this week, and not to sound too greedy, but it couldn't have went it could have went even better. None of my three forwards started. Wilson missed out altogether through injury and Kane and Jimenez only made cameos. So between them two, you'd think they could have scored more points and the week could have went through the roof, really. Now, in saying that, I did get lucky elsewhere. My big dilemma, again, was that I had no City players for the third week running, which is a a strange and uncomfortable position to be in. But... The fact that they were playing Chelsea away meant I was hoping they wouldn't score too big. My plan all along has been to move out Salah for Sterling, but just the way things have panned out, it wasn't really an option for me. Salah was given a rest against Burnley, so we knew he was going to start this game. Uh, Bournemouth's defensive stats have been terrible, so Willie pointed that out to me in the last pod and... He was just so strong in having Salah as a captain that I couldn't ignore that. So we kept him in. There was nobody else in the the City team that I really wanted at this point other than Sterling. Aguero has been out injured for those few weeks and was the last City player that I owned. I couldn't do Hazard to Sterling as don't have the money to do that directly and didn't want to make two transfers. Also, Hazard has been uh, getting a few assists lately and his fixtures coming up are all quite kind so I'm not sure whether I want to get rid of him at all now so look bit of luck there but you need that when you're going to have weeks like this so into the top 1k we have two transfers rolling over into game week 17 and everything seems to be falling into place so we'll just have a quick roundup of the the weekend's action and how it went from an FPL point of view so Liverpool were 4-0 winners at Bournemouth Salah with three goals, three bonus points. Firmino got two assists and he looks to be coming into a little bit of form. Robertson got another assist and Lalana came off the bench and got an assist. The The other goal was a, a spectacular 
Steve Cook own goal and coming on the tails of Lerma's even more spectacular OG a few weeks ago against Arsenal it looks like Bournemouth are having their own own goal of the season competition so uh, watch this space for who's next might be an idea to avoid Bournemouth players in that respect um, Mane and Trent Alexander-Arnold owners would have been left feeling a little bit sick at this one when they seen the lineup. Both of them were on the bench. Mane had an injury, so that wasn't a bit of a surprise, but we all expected TAA to start, and James Milner was actually playing right back. So a lot of people missed out there, and you know he could have raked up a, a big score in that game. The 3 o'clock game that I watched was United and Fulham. United won 4-1. Scored three goals in the first half and scored four overall for the first time in God knows how long. Now, I know it was just Fulham, which we have to bear in mind, but they just did look a lot more positive, a lot more fluid, and the the performance was more encouraging than the last few weeks. So I seem to be on here moaning about United every week, but that one was uh, a little better, a little bit better than what we have seen. Again, Pogba was on the bench and he can have no complaints because players coming in are doing a much better job they're showing a bit of fight uh Rashford scored big again and he could be becoming an option he got two assists and a goal and just the last few weeks he has had a bit of an end product the only thing with him is him and Martial occupy that same space on the left and a few weeks ago Martial was flavor of the month so when he's back from injury which he he should be soon I don't think he missed out by too much here. It'll be interesting to see where they both go. None of them really ever do it when they're out on the right. And I'd be surprised if Mourinho played one of them through the middle. Even though Lukaku hasn't been in the best of form. Uh, Lukaku did get his goal this week and looked a little bit happier in himself than he has done. But he just looks too big. Uh, not mobile enough and not involved enough to even consider him as an FPL asset. Uh, Juan Mata, you gotta love Juan Mata. He just has a touch of class as a player and a person. He just seems like a good guy. When he does get a game, you can you can rely on him to be involved. He's creative. He has an eye for goal. He seems to be working himself into Mourinho's good books here now. Uh, you know what you're gonna get from him, and he got a a goal and an assist here, and he's he's a really cheap option, but. There's just that risk of rotation and even though I did say I think he is in Mourinho's good books, you can't rely on him to start every game and he is likely to be substituted often early in the second half. So he might move on to my watch list but I think there's there's better options there. From a, a Fulham point of view, Mitrovic was taken off at half time. Now I'm not sure if that was tactical or... If he was giving him a rest, he is on four yellow cards. So maybe Ranieri thought this game's over. I don't want to risk him missing the next game. I think that's home to West Ham. So they have a chance of getting points there. So maybe he wanted to save his talisman for that game. Uh, that was good news for Kamara owners who came on, got another goal, was fouled for the penalty and scored the penalty. So he's looking like a, a decent bit of business for anyone that brought him in at 43 uh, you can't really expect those 
those lads to play too much and the fact that he's now played one and a half games in the last two and scored two goals he is looking like an heir to Isaac's success you know people brought him in a few game weeks ago and he now has a bit of competition for those looking for a an extra budget third striker Arsenal left it late against a gritty Huddersfield team who are starting to look harder and harder to beat so Aubameyang and Lacazette both started for the first time in a few weeks. Many of you would have had Aubameyang as your captain and were left to sweat throughout that game. But he did manage to get a, a late assist. I always say, as long as your captain gets some sort of attack in returns, the week isn't a complete disaster. Now it helps when he gets a hat-trick, but look, you'll take anything uh, when it's looking like it could be a blank on the cards. So Torreira got the goal there and he is looking more and more like an option as your fifth midfielder. He's up to 5.1 million now so has risen a bit but he does look like he likes to get into the box, takes a few set pieces. I think he now has two goals and three assists so is definitely one to consider playing for an Arsenal team who are going to score goals and do have some nice fixtures coming up. Kolasinic was in the points again. Arsenal finally got a clean sheet. He got a couple of bonus. Just looks like a really attacking fullback and an alternative to some of the others that we have in our defensive templates. If he can nail down that spot, and he has in the last few weeks, he's definitely one to, to look at getting in. The big result of the week was Chelsea beating Man City 2-0. Uh, they were the only, the second team, I think, to keep City out in a game in the Premier League this season so that put the cat amongst the pigeons both FPL wise and for the title race both Hazard and Sterling started in a false nine positions and don't think it really suits either of them to be honest I think they're better out wide coming in finding space out there and sometimes I find players not used to playing that role can look a little bit lost when they do play up front look at Richarlison he, he has scored a few goals but all the stats indicate that he's uh, far more effective and involved when he's out on the left and I think it's going to be a similar story here for the two lads now Hazard might uh, maintain his place up there I don't think Sterling will they have options coming back and he is far better on the wing whereas Chelsea probably don't have too many options up there Morata and Giroud they just don't look like they're going to score enough goals and at Napoli Sari converted uh, Dries Mertens into that position who is another uh, little Belgian winger so you know he could have designs on doing the same with Hazard here even his interview afterwards said happy to do it for the team but it's strange because you don't get many touches etc so you can see him maybe becoming frustrated up there but he got two assists they got three points biggest win of the season and they needed that, that coming off a, a loss to Wolves and they had lost to Spurs uh, City I had no City players and it worked out uh, perfectly for me but they were unlucky again like most games they had all of the ball had a good few chances but just wasn't their day so Burnley bet Brighton 1-0 Tarkowski with the goal Cork with the assist that wouldn't have caused a tremor in FPL land, so we'll leave it at that. Cardiff bet Southampton 1-0. Patterson with the goal again, so 
some have him as their third striker and he can't really be doing much more. He is nicking the odd goal here and there. Uh, again, Camarasa looked bright and lively, but without delivering any attacking returns. He he put the ball through for Patterson's goal, but Vestergaard made an absolute hames of that pass and it didn't result in an assist. Hard to know what uh, has and Huddles Southampton are going to be like. Uh, Cardiff do seem to be getting harder and harder to beat at home. Um, few notable options there in defence if they manage to keep their places. Bednarak came in and he's 3.9 million now. That would be a, a joy if we had a 3.9 start in midfield, or defender, sorry. Especially if uh, they find some sort of defensive stability. And then Valerie played. He was 4 million. He played in the game before that as well. So you never know. He could be an option. Moving on to West Ham against Palace. And Palace are just so inconsistent. You never know what you're going to get week to week. Some weeks they look really good. Other weeks they uh, are just leaking goals. West Ham are a frustrating team if you own their defenders or goalies. They just don't look like they're ever going to keep a clean sheet against anyone, whether it's home or away. I have Balbuena and he's so cheap it's hard to get rid of him. But you are relying on an attacking threat to get any points because they just aren't keeping clean sheets. Snodgrass got more returns. He scored a goal, scored a lovely uh, finish and he has got a few assists recently. So he's coming on to people's radars and is quite cheap. I wrote... Hernandez off there a week or two ago and Joey's doing the business again goal and an assist I just was worried he mightn't get enough minutes and had a bit of competition there but with Arnautovic now out till the new year and Lucas Perez again is going to be an inconsistent type I think you never know Hernandez could go on a bit of a run now if he gets minutes they're uh their star man did it again, Felipe Anderson, a goal and an assist, lovely goal, Um, his free kick was saved for Hernandez's goal, which was an assist for him, lovely finish by Hernandez, just following in, so he is looking sharp. Some people are wondering whether Anderson can keep this up because his conversion rate is a lot higher than his expected goals, but he just seems like that kind of player, he scores a long-range goals from outside the box you know he takes on hard chances and he's not often in the positions where he's going to get the easier chances that'll lead to him having a higher expected goals so I wouldn't worry about that too much you just have to watch him to see that he's in in really good form and you can just be happy with that uh, Spurs bet Leicester 2-0 Harry Kane was on the the bench and it was a bit of a roller coaster for people plenty had him captained with Salah as vice-captain, and they were obviously praying he didn't come on. But it just looks like Harry's going to play every game. Shocked as anyone that he, he got a rest here. But even when they were winning and there was no need to bring him on, Pochettino still gave him a few minutes. So didn't really get time to do anything. But he should be fresh now coming into the Burnley game, where he could rack up a cricket score. Now I know they have a big uh, Champions League game before that, but... It's probably the biggest rest Harry's got in a long time, so I don't think he's going to get another one for a while. Uh, Son again looked in dazzling form. Lovely goal. Real trademark Son goal. Either foot, he can just uh, bend it in from range. 
nice assist for Delhi Alley. Put a ball up to the back post. Nice header. Ericsson got a rest as well, but Tottenham are looking like we're going to have to own one or two of them coming into the Christmas period because they're finding a bit of form and their fixtures are, are looking good. So when I come back, I'll have a quick look at Sunday and Monday. There's not much to talk about there. Super Sunday was super in name only. We had one fixture. Newcastle lost 2-1 to Wolves, who uh, snuck a late win. Uh, Yata got another goal for Wolves. That's 2-2, two and two, but the only person you need is Doherty. Just Matt Doherty. If you have him, play him every week. If you don't have him, get him in. Um, Iosi Perez scored for Newcastle and Rondon got an assist. So he is starting to get returns and... We were talking about it last time out. His his stats are starting to look fairly impressive. I know he still is Rondon, but he could be one to consider as your your third striker. Monday night's game, I had a, a good bit invested here. I was on for a, a great week no matter what, but I had Richarlison and uh, Lucas Dina, and that couldn't have went any better. It was two all. The two lads both scored for Everton. Uh, Decore scored for Watford and there was a Seamus Coleman OG not really much else to talk about there uh, a lot of people were, were hoping Richarlison did something and he did come up with a goal Sigurdsson missed a penalty and maybe that means that Richarlison will be on them going forward so that makes him even more appealing I think Sigurdsson's missed a couple so far this season so it'd be hard to see him keeping them Dina's just looking like a great option he's so attacking it's a it's a wonder that he hasn't been involved in more assists and uh, even scored a few more goals because he's just bombing forward whipping balls into the box taking set pieces a really good option to have looking ahead to game week 17 and I have two free transfers to make not really sure if I'm going to use them to be honest I I always try to use one. I hate just wasting a transfer. So I'll I look to get at least one person in and maybe roll my second transfer over to next week. I again have no Man City players and I'm going to struggle to get any in this week just the way my team's set up. Uh, Liverpool have a tricky game home to United. United are starting to look a little bit better of late. But... Uh, the, the worry for Liverpool there is they have this tough Champions League fixture in midweek against Napoli where they have to win, whereas United could rest a few against Valencia. They're already through in their group and look, they could push and try and get top spot, but I think that's going to be uh, irrelevant because Juve should beat young boys. So it is a bit of a dead rubber for United and they can rest a few. So Liverpool coming off the back of a few hard games against maybe a freshened up United it mightn't go to plan it might be a, a tricky game for them and United might frustrate them so I have Robertson and Salah there had planned on getting rid of Salah and would have been an ideal time to do it really uh, United aren't going to be an easy game really on paper I'm not sure if he's ever scored against them he might have been one of the few teams he didn't score against last season and their fixtures over Christmas are quite tricky. 
So if ever there was a time to get rid of him, they've united, then Wolves, bit of respite home to Newcastle where he could get a rest, and then they play Arsenal and City. So if I was ever going to get rid of him and move the funds around the squad, now would be the time, especially as I have no Arsenal players, I've no City players, so I could do a, a few changes there and uh, put a new look on my team and get it ready for, for Christmas. So that's going to be a big one to think over for myself uh, I'm quite happy everywhere else and it's just the fact Salah looked really good against Bournemouth got the hat-trick got some bonus points showed a lot more composure good movement just looked quite happy so I'll never do any changes really before the Champions League game so it gives me a few days to to wait and see how they pan out but again I'll be a little bit worried having no City players they're playing Everton They've shown they can keep clean sheets even in some tricky games, but it's hard to see them keeping out City. Uh, we'll watch their uh, Champions League lineup now with interest to see if we can get any clues into who will play at the weekend and make a decision there. Need to keep an eye out on the Callum Wilson situation. Eddie Howe's some man in the press conferences will ne- never give you an inkling of what's going on. That's his prerogative and beneficial, I suppose, for his team if he doesn't give out too much information. But it's uh, dreadful for us FPL managers. I don't think it's a a bad injury, but if it looks like he was out for a few weeks, he might be someone to think about sacrificing for a while. But I think he is probably going to be back. Looking at captains, and I see only one man for the job this week, uh, Kane home to Burnley. Like I said, he could go nuts in that game. Well, uh, keep an eye on how they do against Barca, how many minutes he gets, you know, make sure there's no injuries. But the armband's on him at the minute, and I can't really see it moving. Hazard is away to Brighton. Brighton are too bad at home, so Chelsea mightn't uh, score too big there, but you still expect him to get the win and him to be involved. He'll get a rest in the Europa League as well, so should come into that uh, buzzing after beating City and freshened up a little bit uh, this could be Patricio's last week in goals been moaning about him for weeks now just doesn't look like getting me any uh, clean sheet points of late home to Bournemouth it's one that could go either way you wouldn't be surprised if Wolves win 1-0 or you wouldn't be surprised if it's 3 all, or you wouldn't be surprised if, if Bournemouth win so I won't have too many hopes for Patricio I might be the only person in the world that doesn't have Doherty and I don't know how I'm going to get him in, to be honest. Just, I've other issues elsewhere. Like I said, I've I've no City players, no Arsenal players. I kind of want at least four of them, really, coming into Christmas. And I don't know if I can make a, a move for Doherty. I have Bennett as well, so it will be... It's not even a sideways move, because he offers so much. But I don't know if I'll even find that extra million at this stage. But I was fairly confident maybe not confident optimistic going into the last game week didn't expect to do as well as I I had but again have a bit of optimism here I think it be a, could be an okay week and hopefully uh, push on from there for the second week running our Renegades captains poll proved to be successful so this week 43% of you voted for Kolasinic who got eight points against Huddersfield so a clean sheet a couple of bonus and was a good uh, option our other two would have been a disaster so Sigurdsson 
missed a penalty and Jimenez didn't even start against Newcastle. So another good pick from Kirk's there. He went Sun last week again, who got returned. So back-to-back returns and he's picked both of them. So it just goes to show why he is the one on the page who's known as being a renegade. He can pick these uh, these random captains better than the other two of us can. Looking ahead to this game week, we haven't picked ours yet, but we'll put up a poll. It'll probably be later today or tomorrow. And as usual, just vote for the the less popular pick who you think could score well. Our Renegade Squad game went well again this week. We uh, racked up our seventh win of the season. So that's now seven wins, one defeat. We bet at Sweet Wake, 76-49. Comfortable win there and everything went our way. So good to get back-to-back wins again and hoping to go on a bit of a run now. So only one person has bet us, so they're the only person in line for the prize, which again is a 50 euro Amazon voucher and a Renegades mug. So... Like I've said before, it doesn't cost you anything to enter. It won't even cost you any time because you're just entering the team that you'll have anyway that week. So keep an eye out on our page if you do want to play us and try and uh, be only the second person to get the better of the Renegade squad. We will be sitting down and picking our team over the next few days. So it's a bit early to be looking at it. But looking at the fixtures, it's looking like we should have a, a solid squad to go again. And that is a wrap. That brings us to the end of episode four of the Renegades podcast. Apologies for the sound of a bit of a sore throat today, so a bit croaky. We have a new microphone arriving just today, so hopefully we'll be able to improve the sound further for the next podcast. It's always more fun doing these when you have a a good game week. So again, got 103 points and have now moved into the, the top K, so flying at the minute and back-to-back green arrows have us uh, feeling very positive but that can all change over Christmas just yesterday I put up a post just with the the Christmas fixtures and a difficulty rating just to help people navigate those fixtures because it is a some of some teams games are starting to turn and the likes of Arsenal, Spurs, Chelsea, United, City all have really nice runs whereas Liverpool have a, a bit of a tricky run. The types of players we own from Liverpool, though, are possibly not guys that we're going to think of getting rid of, so that might be irrelevant. You know, I'm not getting rid of Robertson. It's going to be hard to get rid of Salah now, but I really want to. You know, the, the games are going to be tough. He has that Champions League game in between. He's bound to be rested for the Newcastle game, you would think. And it's a lot of money that you can invest elsewhere. So keep an eye on the Twitter page because I think a lot of the posts uh, coming up are going to be related to navigating Christmas and helping us get through that uh, busy period. So hopefully you enjoyed this podcast. If you did, please check out our Twitter page. It's FPL Renegades at Renegades FPL. Give it a like, share it around, tell your friends, uh, give us any feedback, good or bad. Much appreciated. This uh this pod is in its uh infancy really, so there's a lot of things we can change and improve and we hope to hope to do that. So a little bit of uh feedback, advice, uh some questions going forwards would be much appreciated. 
So I will leave it at that. I got 103 points in case I, I haven't mentioned that. So best of luck for game week 17 and we'll talk to you soon. Cheers.